Hello, everyone, and welcome back to yet another episode of the Long Podcast Studio Sessions. I'm your host, Dylan Mark Murphy, and if you didn't know that, I would sure hope you did because we are once again like 65 episodes into this, unless you skipped to this episode, which <laughs> once again, <laughs> I respect. Um, I am so excited to continue the Speak Now season and get through some more of these songs. So I'm really excited because we're talking about ours today, which is it is super cute deluxe track deserves all the love in the world um more than the track we're talking about i'm talking with someone it has been a journey to get here but i was so determined to chat with her and i just think she's very sweet and absolutely adorable so i'm really excited to have this conversation i'm going to pass it over to emma emma go ahead and introduce yourself hi i'm emma i'm from the uk i'm 23 i'm at university right now Um, I'm doing English literature and creative writing, so a lot of Taylor Swift comes into it a lot, I'm not gonna lie. (laughs) In my last essay, I literally put like, talked about folklore just because of her album, so, you know, gotta get that into it. Um, And my favourite Taylor Swift album, it used to be Speak Now, but slowly it's becoming folklore, it like just tips the edges. And I've been a Swifty since 2009, Okay, so quite a while. Nice, yeah. nice. And Speak Now and Folklore, I've noticed, and it's a very big trend throughout the season, is that if Speak Now is your number one or your number two, <laughs> Folklore is also up there. And it makes yeah. sense for both of those to be your favorite albums since you're a creative writing major. Yeah, they're such... both like storytelling albums. Right, that's what I've said in every episode. <laughs> I've just been like, it's such a storytelling album. So that's... it is. And I remember like for ages, I was like, nothing is ever going to top Speak Now and then Folklore came and it was like okay we might have to adjust that rule slightly no we're on the same page because speak now is my number one and folklore is like half an inch behind it yeah it's like just crept in right I feel like if I hate if I like get tired of one more song on speak now then folklore would probably take over because really there's like the only song on speak now that I'm not a huge fan of is superman and I feel like that's that's Mm -hmm. like a relatively popular opinion and then I just like to compare like I like a majority of these songs and only one last song on this album yada 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 so yeah it's so it makes sense they, they go with together yeah and know? they're they're iconic they're masterpieces so yeah maybe speak now is like the long 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 lost sister of folklore <laughs> i love that evermore she doesn't exist anymore yeah it, she's like um, you know She's out of it. <laughs> I love that. Um, so we are going to chat a little bit about ours today, which is a deluxe track on Speak Now. Um, we are going to get to know a little bit more about Emma as well as by, uh, <laughs> I wish I could talk. Oh my God, it's so early. As well as why ours is one of her favorite Taylor Swift songs. So let's start there. Um, why is this one of your favorite Taylor Swift songs? So I like first heard this song like, Back in like 2010, um, I think I heard it on like a music channel for the first time because that obviously Spotify wasn't a thing. <laughs> and obviously at this point, I was a Swifty, but like this was like my first proper era going into it, Speak Now was. And I remember I was obsessed with watching like music channel videos like 
all of the time. So ours came on because I think I was watching this like Taylor Swift 60 minute special. And <laughs> this video came on and I was like, this is getting me really emotional. I think I was crying at it. And I'm like, this is a three minute masterpiece. <laughs> and I've never heard it before. And it got me like so excited to listen to Speak Now. And yeah, just the whole music video, the storytelling as well. And just the emotional ending. I just, it's been on repeat my entire life it's amazing that's 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 so cute especially since like I had this I had a very similar instance with like speak now being the first full era that you like Mm -hmm. went into and that was because of the story of us music video not (laughs) ours but very similar because they're both very underappreciated music Mm -hmm. videos in the speak now era but that's definitely like a core memory if you're going into to a new era like obviously becoming a fan after the release of an album and then getting to experience a full era is a whole different journey. So that's oh, really yeah. cool. That's it, really- you, it always stays with you. Like it always will, because like, I'm such a hopeless romantic as well. So the fact that they're having this like long distance relationship and she's looking at these home videos and this cats as well. And I was like, this is amazing. It's and- absolutely adorable. And I agree. I, I'm also a hopeless romantic. I think that's just a common theme with Speak Now it Stands. It really is. We like storytelling and we like, we're hopeless romantics. And <laughs> it really is. There's nothing wrong with that. I just love how like, I only recently discovered the music video is meant to be like a parody of The Office. So I, I was like... <laughs> How, how does this go into the, the song and um, I just I can't think of it in the same way again I just think that I'll watch the music video again and then like Dwight will come out somewhere and he'll, like be an easter egg somewhere yeah that's really interesting I, I think you've heard that before but I've never looked into it because I didn't really watch the office so <laughs> I was like I don't get the reference but the video is still cute <laughs> it's very very cute so um okay going into this next question um in regards to speak now does this song make sense on this album in general and does it have to make sense I mean I feel like a majority of songs on an album need to make sense to the theme but I think this one definitely does because because the album has such a a core theme to it like it, it definitely goes with it it's all about like speaking now and um being like romantic and in the moment it's not about like just you know waiting for things to happen and it's almost about like they're testing their love in such a boring like nonchalant world it's just right it goes really well I like it it definitely fits a lot of the themes on the speak Mm -hmm. now album I feel like it's kind of the um it's interesting to me that it comes at the the end of the album too, because so many of the songs in the middle are kind of like heartbreaky, sad songs. Like you've got mm. Back to December and Dear John, The Story of Us, Better Than Revenge even. They're all like angry, kind of like sad breakup songs. And then you've got mm. ours, which is like the happy-go-lucky, fun, <laughs> upbeat. She's cute. She's like, stay, stay, stay before stay, stay, stay. Literally the good version. Yeah, the good <laughs> version. Um, I I feel like it's such a, it fits the themes without fitting um, the, what's the word? Like the instrumentals, because it's so different yeah. than the rest of the songs on the album. But all of the songs on Speak Now, when compared to the others, like you could like, I don't know how to explain it, but it's like, there's not a constant, it's not like 1989, which is yeah. like 
full like 80s pop kind of synth sounds and like speak now is just like all over the place musically Mm. and I think it's I think it's just really interesting that we start with mine which is happy and fun and then we kind of get close with the end which is ours and like Superman which are also a happy and fun song so just trying to tie it up with like a happy little bow yeah (laughs) like I find it interesting as well how it's a deluxe song with a music video like that obviously doesn't happen a lot and I know we have that with like new romantics and everything but you don't know you don't really ever get like a deluxe song or a song that's not a single get a full music video to it so I think that's just like I think I got like hit the jackpot with that without being like a really good song with a music video as well I felt so lucky with that right I I think yeah I don't know if there are any other deluxe tracks that are music videos yeah like even even new romantics is just like like concert videos so it's weird that it has its own proper production interesting I love that maybe she was because she did take this song and perform it like three times like after the Mm. release so it was probably like a form of promotion for the deluxe edition or whatnot probably so I mean go off Taylor Swift it was (laughs) great no matter what it really was yeah um so this one's a little interesting when it comes to track placement I love doing this for deluxe tracks because obviously they don't make the original cut of the album um so I'm curious do you think that the track placement of this song makes sense being sandwiched between Long Live which is one of the best album closers we have and Mm. then if this was a movie which is all very different compared to ours I mean I would say it is a a weird placement because obviously you have this amazing closer and you kind of think right that's the end and then it's like oh no we got three more left guys like (laughs) that's it it's kind of like an epilogue to the album in a way um I mean I feel like it does make sense but then it doesn't have to in a way because deluxe songs though they almost have a bit more freedom to it you know they're kind of there just for the super fans that want to listen a bit more so I think they're just like it's in a fun place I think it's the best one out of the three songs on the deluxe version so I think it's it's a good place going first for sure and like you said like deluxe tracks don't have to make sense because they're we like as a Taylor Swift fan you know that 1989 ends with clean Mm. And then there are just like three extra songs, three extra songs to listen to. So Mm. I totally get what you mean. Like the deluxe tracks really don't have to make too much sense. Um, But also I feel like I've said it a lot in a lot of these episodes is that with Speak Now, it's such a, like the songs can be anywhere because Mm. the whole point of the album was like, I want to speak now. So you just go all over the place with like, the thoughts between like Dear John and then Mean and then the story of us and then like all the track runs are just all over the place. Pure chaos yeah, throughout the it's entire It's definitely episode. an album where you can have it on random and you don't always <laughs> happen to you always don't have to listen to it like in <laughs> the way that it's meant to be. Because you know, sometimes you want to mix it up and it, it's definitely one that I have on like randomized like wow. most of the time. Uh, and I yeah. think that's the 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 special skill of speak now in red is that you can listen to them on shuffle and they will still make sense Mm. whereas 1989 I feel like you kind of have to listen to like straight through because it's telling such a specific story yeah definitely um but speak now in red are just on their own little level with their uh, whiplash (laughs) track list literally (laughs) um I I love that um so do you think that this song would work well on any other album 
I mean, the first one I thought of when you asked me this was like Lover, because mm-hmm. obviously it's a love song. So I thought, you know, that's kind of like the one that you'd go for first. But then I feel like it could also work on the first album hmm. or all folklore because it's kind of like a very nostalgic track as well. Okay. I feel like it, it brings you back to like nostalgia memories because you're thinking of that person and like what you've been through. So I feel like it could go on the first album, but also folklore because it's like she goes into like the little details of what she likes, like the tattoos and like the gap between his teeth. So it's like she goes into like tiny little things that not everyone would notice. So I feel like that could go with folklore. Can you imagine if she put (laughs) Exile and Hours on the same album? (laughs) (laughs) Um, That would... Right after each other as well. That right would after be, each other. <laughs> that would be a red flag relationship if there was that's, one. <laughs> that's a little much. Um, no, I love the idea though, because like I, I get it with the nostalgia and the specifics, like the song and the specific qualities and everything and folklore, such a specific album. Um, I just think it'd be so funny to have Exile and Hours on the same album. That's that's very Taylor Swift. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm going to pick Lover out of the three of these. This is hot seat question number one. And if you want to pull up the track list for Lover, you're more than welcome to. But if you were to slip, if you had to put hours on Lover, where would you put it? Oh, see, that's hard because Lover's track list is already a cluster of not in the right order. So like, oh, I'm going to have to think. Mm. I love asking this question because it always throws people off, but also it really gets you to think about the track list. And it also shows who's the real, who like the real Swifties are, because if you don't have every song on every one of Taylor Swift's track list memorized, are you even a Swiftie? That's very true. <laughs> mm. See, I feel like it could go next to London Boy either way, because if say it is, about, say like, you know, if it was about Joe and it was about them being like, in different two countries together and then they finally reunite because the love is theirs it could go next to london boy it'd make the most sense that makes but valid i think maybe it could go like between i think he knows and miss americana and the heartbreak prince okay i feel like it could go between there because it's like i think he knows that like we're in love and we're gonna we're gonna stay this long distance together because our love will last I don't know maybe there that makes sense I I love the I love the I think he knows into ours and also ours into London boy or London boy into ours it'd just be really funny to see (laughs) especially go from like death by a thousand cuts to ours (laughs) to London boy soon you'll get better (laughs) that would be I think be a journey to get through the lover track list as if it's not already yeah I think lover is a journey already (laughs) (laughs) I love that though I I think I think he knows into ours would be that would have been very cute she'd have to give it a little more of like a a poppy production but mm. I, that's that's a very solid choice nailed that hot seat question <laughs> thank you <laughs> um, 
Um, my next question is what's your favorite part of this song? And once again, this can be a lyric, an instrument, the way she says a specific word, anything. Oh, okay. I did write some stuff down for this Ooh. bit. Mm. I love when people bring in their notes. I literally <laughs> wrote an entire word document on this. <laughs> I, I was ready. I love it. <laughs> Okay, so I was watching the music video for this as well, and I noticed the office floor number is 13, so we love to see it. I always love the bit when she says the lyric, because my heart is yours, and she makes the heart shape. That's just so cute. Adorable. (laughs) It really is. Um, um, I love as well when she says, makes me want to take the stairs and she's like rolling her eyes. It's like a subtle moment, but she looks disgusted. It's amazing. <laughs> um, but I think like my favorite lyric of the whole thing is, don't you worry your pretty little mind, people throw rocks at things that shine. And it's just like, it's so cute because it's like, just if you're excited about something, don't let other people's hatred like ruin that for you even if you think it's stupid to love something just love it enjoy it very true and I I love that because that lyric is you could pluck that out of ours and I think that it it fits a lot of the themes on speak now Mm. and I do think it's one of her her cutest lyrics like it's uh, it's just it applies in so many situations obviously this relationship that she's talking about but also just like it's such a nice lyric in general to apply to you know anyone who's like been bullied or you know experienced like any type of pain it's like this is it's life you're great you'll make it past this yeah it's so cute and and like it doesn't even have to be about like love to another person it could just be just be like your cat you know right if there's a dog person being like why do you love this cat and it's like you're not gonna bring me down with your bad energy i'm gonna love <laughs> right. this cat you know right so, I love it's a that. Metaphor. It's a, it's a metaphor. It's a great <laughs> lyric too. Go off Taylor Swift. Um, okay. My final question is what would you rate this song on a scale from one to 13? I mean, it's one of my favorites. So we'd have to go 13. You know, there's no doubt. So valid. It is a valid point, but I don't know. It's just, it always brings me joy. The song, whenever I do feel down and it comes on, it's a it, I always smile when I listen to it and it's one of those songs that the happiness from it will never go away so I love that yeah. I love that it stood the test of time for 12 years so really, really I don't has. see it ever going away um, <laughs> um this is my second hot seat question which is what two or three other Taylor Swift songs would you also give a 13 oh are we going like just speak now or any album her entire discography you can pick anything you can also be like McCavity if you really want it to be McCavity (laughs) (laughs) has anyone ever picked that one so far yeah everyone's actually picked that (laughs) oh great that was gonna be mine everyone's stolen it (laughs) sorry you're not like other girls (laughs) (laughs) okay oh okay I'd have to go Enchanted it's Everyone loves that one, but it's like my favorite song of hers. So, so I'd have to go that. Popular um, for a reason. Mm, I would go Long Live as well. Mm-hmm. Like this, this is why Speak Now was my favorite album for so long. For sure. Um, and also I'd give it to Tis the Damn Season. Ooh, that's that, a little different than the other ones. <laughs> that is 
that's my favorite on Evermore. And I just feel like the fact that she wrote that song drunk as well, it's just like her mind is like a master. <laughs> it's just, it is like a storytelling as well. And I've, it, it literally has popped into my head right now. They're both about like long distance relationships. Yeah. So maybe more similar than we think and <laughs> and they're, they're very like you said storytelling songs like tis the dm like lots of the songs on evermore are very storytelling but tis the dm season is like a novel and mm. it's like right in your face so i it's the the speak now folklore storytelling stands that <laughs> really carry the 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 fans i loved getting to record every episode so far that i've recorded because the people that I've talked to about Speak Now have been like, oh, I really like this lyric or this lyric. And it's so interesting because there are some Swifties and I don't know how when Taylor Swift is like a lyricist and a a person who writes all of her own music, there are some people who just listen to the vibes and the beats. Mm. And it's like, I don't know how you can listen unless you're listening to like Bad Blood. You really can't like there, every other song is like lyrically complex and I guess not me, but me or Bad Blood, the rest of them, you listen to them. They're all like, I can't imagine listening to a Taylor Swift song that's not one of those and just listening to the, the beat. It It's kind of scary to think about. Yeah, I feel like that's my mom. Like I get her into Taylor Swift and she'll like listen to it, but she'll be like, oh, it has a nice beat to it. And she hasn't really properly like listened to the lyrics. Like I remember when I showed my parents like all too well 10 minute version and like I was crying in the back seat in the car and they were like it's a good song and I was like what's your favorite lyric and they were like oh well we went to pick one and <laughs> they just they just weren't getting it it was that is no. so funny <laughs> I, I I love the the Swifty children and the parents who are maybe just kind of like her that's why my dad my dad's a reputation stan and that's the only <laughs> album that he has in his car and it's because he listens to the first I don't know like seven songs of the album and just those seven because those are all like the the ready for it the end game look what you mm. made me his favorite Taylor Swift song is look what you made me do but oh he calls it the one where she's dead so <laughs> my dad's the same like he only I've only heard him say like he likes two Taylor Swift songs like he would actually like them on his Spotify and that was I knew you were trouble and August which they're the most different songs that's an EDM and like an, an indie pop song like I remember this one time I was having the uh, folklore um Disney plus experience on my laptop and he was like walking through the kitchen and every time a song, different song was on he'd move past and when August came on he was just like casually nonchalantly chilling in the kitchen like oh no I'm just here and he was like watching the laptop intently because it was like his favorite song was on and as soon as it went past he was like okay I'm going now (laughs) I love that that's uh, parents are so interesting especially if they're not listening to the lyrics because like I can't think of like all of my mom's favorite songs are like I forgot that you existed and <laughs> you need to calm down, but she's not homophobic. I promise. <laughs> um, so I, I think parent that's so, it's just so interesting that there are some people who really don't listen to the lyrics and just mm. listen to the beats, but that's, that's good. I love, I love that we have storytelling favorites too, like long live and um, tis the damn season, both great mm. choices. There really are no wrong choices as long as it's not shake it off. <laughs> 
Um, so, I would question them. I really would, yeah. <laughs> um, so those were all of my questions. Um, I'm going to jump into a bit of a game that I've set up. Um, this is Taylor Swift Rapid Fire. Um, okay. I will give you two Taylor Swift songs and you tell me which one you like more. Okay. Okay. I, I hope it doesn't send you into a spiral. It shouldn't be too stressful. Um, um, there's one song from each album, but obviously there's only nine albums. So uh, there's one random non-single in there. Okay. Cool. Okay. So um, teardrops on my guitar or tolerate it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> You're going to send me into a spiral. Oh my God. I'd have to say tolerate it. And that's only because I cry at that bridge every single time. Like I shout that bridge in my room so badly because it's just, it's just so heartbreaking. And the fact that it's both of the songs are about like doing something to please a guy and he won't notice it, but at the same time, like tolerate it, I think is just a bit more lyrically stronger. So I'll have to go tolerate it. So valid. So valid. <laughs> I totally respect it. Um, round two is The Way I Loved You or Cardigan? Okay. I'm only going, I'm going Cardigan because I do prefer that song, but also I do like The Way I Loved You, but I had, I got my friend into this song at uni and now we don't speak anymore. So I kind of have bad memories to that song <laughs> okay. now. That's also so valid. I respect <laughs> it. But I got him into Taylor Swift. So oh. was it all a bad thing? Yikes. You got to take away their Swifty card. Um, <laughs> um, this next one, this is the track fives. This is um, Dear John or All Too Well. Okay, these are like right next to each other in my opinion. Mm, see, if the 10 minute version hadn't have come out, this would, would have been harder. But now that the 10 minute version has come out, it has to be all too well. So valid. Would Dear John win if it was Dear John versus All Too Well five minutes? I, like, I feel like All Too Well would still win, but it would be a closer call. Closer, okay. Yeah. Valid. Okay, makes sense. I obviously all too well. The ten minute version is like her best song, and it will go down <laughs> yeah. in history as her best song. So super valid. Um, this one is clean or dress. Two very different songs. Mm, see, dress is my favorite on Reputation. Oh my god, me too. <laughs> <laughs> I love dress. So I kind of have to pick that one, but clean has such a place in my heart as well because it's all about recovery. Uh, well that's how I interpret clean so but still dress it's so cute I have to pick dress I love dress good good answer good answer <laughs> um, <laughs> um the, this last round is Cornelia Street or crazier from the Hannah Montana soundtrack hmm. see I would pick crazier but now now that the Cornelia Street live from Paris version is out on Spotify that, that one took it over the edge for me because I, I did like Cornelia, Cornelia Street, but it wasn't a top song on Lover for me until that version came out. And there was just something about that version, like the way she changed the song a little bit. And I have to go with that one. So true. I love that. Mm. God, the live in Paris versions of every song that she did, I feel like they're better than the original. 
Oh, definitely. And that's crazy. I don't know how she, she really stepped up, especially like death by a thousand cuts in daylight. Like those are yeah. <laughs> incredible Taylor Swift. Um, she should have just done the whole album. <laughs> uh, one day, maybe. <laughs> um, um, so those are all of my questions regarding um, ours, Taylor Swift in general. Is there anything else you would like to share? Say, speak now or forever hold your peace. <laughs> Thank you for the laugh. I needed that. <laughs> I just, I, I just hope everyone else got that because that was just really clever. <laughs> some people said it was kind of corny and um, some people, some people gave me a chuckle, but some people said it was corny, but it's whatever. You know who you are. <laughs> I mean, we are talking about speak now, so <laughs> we have to speak now. Um, yeah. I just like to say, if you guys haven't listened to hours and ages, please go listen to it. It's a great song. One that should be one that I think is underrated so you know give it a go I'm like advertising it right now <laughs> <laughs> you're the spokesperson for our I really hours. am I'm gonna get my sponsorships so. <laughs> specifically just this song <laughs> yeah this song is sponsored <laughs> I love that and I I agree go stream ours but also go stream the rest of the speak now deluxe tracks because that you don't people don't appreciate that album enough so I love that. And thank you so much for taking time out of your afternoon to come do this with me. I do really appreciate it. No, not at all. This was like so much fun. Well, I'm really glad you enjoyed <laughs> enjoyed this experience. That makes me very happy. So I'm glad I didn't like ruin your perception of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Thank you very, very much. I do really appreciate it. Yeah, of course. Thanks again. Awesome. And thank you so much to everyone who listened thus far, because obviously you never have to. So thank you for doing that. I hope you have a great rest of your day, morning, evening, afternoon, and I will be back in a few days when we chat about the next song on Speak Now, which is If This Was a Movie. Um, I'll talk to you then. Have a stay safe, drink water, wash your hands. Bye.